All right, all right. It's not my weekend podcast. What's your boy, Jerry G? What's up, everybody? I'm back. I'm back. It is Tuesday morning, May 9th, right? It's Mother's Day Eve, right? For Latin American mamas. Mañana es el 10 de mayo, Día de las Madrecitas. Este, me la saludan, por favor. Mándale saludos de Jerry G. Un beso y un abrazo, una sajada. A little bit of rarity for your mamas. Uh, yeah, dog. Big deal, right? And then Sunday is the, again, Mother's Day. You guys get two Mother's Days, dog. All right? Crazy. You deserve it, ladies. You deserve it. Uh, yeah, fool. So it's, it's that. I talked to my mom this morning, actually, earlier, and I told her, ¿Qué quieres, mamá? Porque ya no sé qué darte, man. Shit, dude. She wants some shoes. Unos zapatos, pero cómodos para caminar porque ya me duelen los pies. Me, 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 me. All right. I mean, it makes it easier. That's for damn sure. Makes it a lot easier. I'm down with that. Uh, I like buying shoes. My favorite thing. And uh, yeah, fool. All right. Uh, let me see here. What else is going on, man? I'm just all over the place, fool. Just uh, winding down the week. I hope you guys had a good one. Good weekend. I was out there in the... Where were we? Dallas, dog? Yeah, we're in Dallas this weekend. And uh, got home Saturday. It was just Friday night, Cinco de Mayo show. It was cool. Thank you for everybody that came out. Uh, let me see here. Uh, shout outs to Becky and Gloria. Oh, yeah, the sisters. That's right. The sisters came out again uh, from Dallas. I, I forget if you guys are you guys from Allen, which, by the way, that's where the shootout was. I believe you guys from Allen. Oh, my God. There was a fucking shooter there. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. That that happened Saturday, the day after, man. We actually were, were we went we didn't go to that happened at the outlets in Allen, Texas, and you know, pues, ta cabron, we, uh, we were out there. We went to the mall. We went to the Galleria in Dallas, dog. Nice mall. I had never been there before. Nice big fucking mall, bro. Uh, shout out to Becky and Gloria, the sister sisters, and then Arnold Colinway. Arnold Colleen, big fan dog out there, fool. Always repping the American wannabes and all the podcasts in our universe. Shout outs to you, compa. Great seeing you, fool. Texas is a fucking vibe. I'm falling in love more and more with Texas every time I go. I got to be honest. I have to be honest, bro. You are... Me, me están enamorando. You are seducing me. I, I really do. Especially Dallas and Texas, dog. I, Dallas, we stayed at this Airbnb, uh, Los Toxicos, you know, shout out to Concrete. Uh, Jay didn't go, so we took Christian Zaragoza to fill in, you know, caught him off the bench like fucking Lonnie Walker, the fourth quarter. That's what we called in uh, Christian for this one. So it was me, Jesus, Concrete, and Christian. And then now we have a road manager as well. Shout out to Martin, dog, who's helping us out on the road. And so we all stayed at this Airbnb in Dallas. Oh, man, I forgot the neighborhood. But it was like every house was huge, bro. Beautiful, big houses. And it was near, man, I don't know. But we're in a nice area, dog. We're in a nice area of Dallas. For those of you know for from there, you know where I'm talking about. Casas chingonas, bonitas, way grand, grandes. We stayed at a... It was a what? One, two, three. It was a four-bedroom house. All the all the rooms were very spacious. And it was just pretty. It's just pretty, dog. It's just like, man, I'm just so impressed 
buy that. The neighbor's house even bigger. The one across the street even bigger. Then we get on Zillow. We're looking them up. And yeah, houses are going up everywhere. These are close to a million dollar houses, but they're close. They're not a million dollars yet. These houses in LA are over a million dollars. 1.5 to 2 mil, dog. Like literally 1.5 minimum, bro. And these were like 700, 800. You know, nine hundred. There was a couple million dollar ones in there, but they were just huge fucking mansions, compa. And it's not just the size of the house; it's the motion of the ocean. I'm just kidding. It's the. It's not just the size of the house, but it's the land, bro. The the amount of land that you're getting, the huge backyards, huge fucking everything. It's just a beautiful situation to live, bro. Like, I'm down to live. I'm down to live in Dallas, bro. I was, we were literally by Dallas Love Field Airport, even though we landed at DFW. Pendejos. Oh, goodness. That's another story. But the flu is in American Airlines, which I appreciate. I like American Airlines. Uh, but Dallas Love Field Airport was like five minutes from where we were staying at. You could see the planes fucking coming in and out. Southwest in particular, because that's where Southwest flies in and out of Love Field. Um, but anyways... I think they got the Airbnb last minute. That's why. They got it last minute. We were already destined to land in DFW. So they got us a pretty fucking Airbnb in a nice area. And it happened to be next to the Lovefield Airport. But that's where we're at. So paint the picture. And I'm just putting two and two together. Like, there's an airport five minutes from fucking the houses here. Southwest, to be exact. Like, I just need to get a little bit famous, sir. Where... Gigs are just fucking bombarding me where it doesn't matter where I live. Like, it doesn't matter. As long as I live near an airport and in a big city, a, a city where I can get to places easily, right? I'm not living out in the boonies, right? Oh, guess who's back? Edible Arrangements in East LA. That's right. They are back as a sponsor, and I appreciate you guys. Guys, Mother's Day is coming up, dog. And the best way is send your mama some fruit, dog. It's good for her diabetes, fool. Make sure you give her a bouquet of strawberries, mangoes, piñas, uvas, way. Straight to your mama. Go to Edible Arrangements in East LA, located 5929 Whittier Boulevard. Call them at 323-832-9551. Free delivery when you mention Jerry G and order before May 10th, dog. It's a $15 value. Facil, cabron. And they deliver anywhere around East LA. HP, Long Beach, Whittier, Pasadena, West Hollywood, 20-mile radius, edible arrangements. Get your mamas on fruit, dog, con tajini, toda la madre. If I'm famous enough like that, where I'm just touring, traveling, selling out everywhere I go, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, I, I hate to use Rob Barbosa as an, an example, but that's a good example. This motherfucker, he never even, he, he doesn't need Hollywood. He doesn't need LA. Doesn't need to be here. He's already selling out everywhere he goes. Like, Hollywood is coming to him. Shows are coming to him. He lives in Dallas. I've never been to his house, but he lives in Dallas. He was out of town this weekend. I didn't get a chance to hang out. He lives, so he's just traveling all the time. Flying out of Dallas, right? Like, he's fine. He's not struggling. Oh, I need to be in Hollywood. I need to be in LA to make it. No, no, you don't. 
You know, look at Joe Rogan. He's in Austin now. And a lot of other comedians, other comics moving to Nashville, right? And Phoenix, because Phoenix has a big hub, a big airport. But I wouldn't live in Phoenix. Fucking too hot. Hex, no. Um, but Dallas also, the weather. we just got lucky. The weather was nice. It was a little humid, but it was nice, cloudy, and warm. And I'll take that any day. It was only like 70s, maybe. In the 70s, cloudy, but some mugginess, humidity, right? Which I know that was that was not a common day. That's what's keeping me from you motherfuckers out there long term. It's the weather, fool. It's the weather, dog. You know, like, I, I can't. I, you come to Los Angeles, man, I, I can't say it enough, man. It's just the weather, dog. The, the, you just, everything, you're comfortable outside, you're comfortable in the morning. You're comfortable in the daytime. You're comfortable in the evening. It's just, it's not never too hot. It's never too cold. It's always right there, fool. It's hits. It just hits. It's, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to live anywhere else when this is what you've experienced your whole life, fool. Just hard. But Dallas in these homes, like I saw this big-ass fucking house. It had to be five bedrooms, huge garage. We looked it up, fool. It was like 700000 Bro, I'm approved here in L.A. for about 625000 for a house. And I can't get past a two-bedroom piece of shit fixer-upper, dog. Like, it's ridiculous, fool. Ridiculous, dog. Um, it's, it's una vergüenza, wey. It's una vergüenza. And then we land in L.A. We're driving, like, we're coming down the 110 freeway, get off on gauge, Drive towards Huntington Park. And that drive, for those of you who are not familiar with this area, L.A., you get off the 110 freeway, which on a street called Gage. That's a street like near where I live. So I get off Gage. I'm driving down eastbound on Gage. When you get off Gage on 110 freeway, that's South Central. That's hood as fuck, right? Dirty, bro. Dirty, fail, ugly. South Central L.A. Right? I saw those hookers, the crackheads, the trap houses, the homeless, all in that little everybody, everybody, walking dead situation. All right? It's all there. And so you get off the freeway, you know, you say a little prayer, trying, hopefully, you get home safe. Right? So, anyways, you get off the freeway and I'm driving down Gage and you see the houses. And it's just houses that are graffitied on, right? That people live in, families. The houses have graffiti on them. Like the disrespectful. And then ugly, ugly houses with no yards, with just fucking rock riders and pit bulls. And it's just ugly, broken down cars. Like it's hood. Hood, and I'm driving through there to get to my beautiful city of Huntington Park, California, which is like a five mile drive down eastbound, you know. And so, once you exit South Central, which is like basically crossing Alameda, right, and then you enter Huntington Park, and now it's a slight improvement, right? It's a little bit more humilde, family. Yes, there's thugs. Yes, there's homeless. Yes, it's dirty. Yes, there's graffiti. But not on the houses. Like, there's no junk, 
you know, junk cars parked in front of your fucking lawn. Not, you don't see that much that of that in HP. You know, people actually care a little bit more about that. But it's still a rental. It's a renting community. It's what it is. That's what makes it hood. Any community that's a rental community, it's going to be hood, guys, anywhere you live. Um, and HP is still that. So HP is still hood. I'm just trying to whitewash it, water it down a little bit for you because it's my town and I love it here. And But I also cannot be blind to what I'm actually seeing in my surroundings. But. It's not as bad as South Central, fool. But what I'm trying to say, the point is that las pinches casitas, wey, chiquitas, wey, two bedrooms, three bedrooms, illegal fucking garages turn into fucking people just living on top of each other. Apartments after apartment complexes, for which is another sign that you may live in a hood, is the more apartments in the block, the hooder, the hood is, is going to be, Right? So I'm just comparing what I just saw 24 hours before in Dallas, Texas, the fucking beautiful neighborhood at the houses going for anywhere from 650 to a million in between that, right? Maybe even lower from 500,000 to like 900,000. Huge, beautiful, white fence, brick house, fucking pool driveway two-car garage homes bro like and you're just like why 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 do i put up with this here and then the 76 degree weather hits me no humidity slight gentle breeze hitting your face como un beso and you're like oh yeah oh yeah that's why that's why i live here it's tough, man. It's tough. And I get it, bro. Like, I get it. Like, every time I go to Texas, I run into people that used to live in L.A. And they all say the same thing. I miss L.A. I love L.A. But fuck L.A. You know? And it's like, you know, I've been here since 1998. I've been here since 2005. I've been here since 2010. They're forced to make the move and have to leave L.A., for a better life and I totally understand that. I totally understand that, bro. If it was if I wasn't a comedian and I just had a normal job, part of a teacher, working with kids, whatever the fuck I've decided to do, yes, I would definitely strongly consider moving out of LA. Cause why would I need LA? Like as a as a normal Joe, nine to five guy, nine to five, trying to raise my kids, you know? Yeah, like, why am I struggling overpaying on rent or hoping to buy a house that I cannot afford? Yeah, bro, you have to look elsewhere. You have to look elsewhere. Now, I wouldn't go to the IE. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, like, for me, it's like, why just, why just go to IE? You're still doing the fucking Cali taxes, bro. Might as well go to Arizona, Texas, and, and do it right. And do it right and get your ass a big-ass house and I don't know. Now, I don't know much, fool. Like, I don't know how to get a job in Texas, what it is to do in Texas. How do you, like, what is, how do you make a living in Texas? Esas las cosas, la, la neta, no sé, güey. No sé. But I'm sure that there's a way or there's a way, dog. But what I'm trying to tell you, if you're listening right now and you're out here trying to figure shit out with your life, right? There's people out there living a pretty good life. 
in other cities, in other states. Yeah, you might run into a little racism, you know, a little fucking uh, uh piche. I don't want to make a joke about shooters, fool, because we just had one. But the weather, intense, fucking heat or cold or storms or fucking hurricanes, Mother Nature always showing up. But, uh, yeah, I, I get it, bro. I just get it, dog. And, and vaya con Dios, wait, you know, vaya con Dios, fool. But I, when I, and I just come close this closing argument, this thought, yes. I would move to Dallas. Yes, I would move to San Antonio. Possibly even El Paso. El Paso is another dope fucking town. Uh, I really love Phoenix, but I couldn't live there. I just couldn't live there. I could not take four, five, six months of 100 plus degree weather. I just couldn't live that way. I couldn't do that to myself. I just can't. Um, I don't give a shit if you get used to it. I don't give a shit. No. Nah, it's not worth it to me. But I love Phoenix with that there. With that said, Phoenix is the shit, dog. The city, not the teams. Fuck the teams. All right? Uh, yeah, bro. New Mexico, as much as I want to lo- like New Mexico and 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 give it its props, I, I can't see myself living in New Mexico. I feel like you just get lost. Like I feel that's where people that are, are in witness protection go. You know, people who have committed crimes who are trying to hide, start a new life because of something terribly wrong went somewhere else, like terribly wrong, like hit and run, child support, fucking rob the bank. Like you end up in in New Mexico. Like you don't, nobody wants to live in New Mexico. Nobody. But, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do, doc. Uh, But New Mexico is pretty, doc. Like I don't understand how New Mexico doesn't have any, Pro sports. Pro. They don't have no football team, no basketball team, no baseball team. Pro. They don't have any of that. They don't have no hockey. I, I couldn't live in a, in, a, in a state or a city that doesn't have that. Like, what do you live? What do you root for? What do you live for? I don't know. What do you live for? No, my miss. <laughs> uh, I don't know, dog. And, and the high elevation, right? Like, I don't know, fool. I don't know, dog. Uh, there's Mexicans who are not Mexican. No, there's people who look Mexican but are not Mexican out there, right? Nothing against the Indians, but it's a little weird, right? Um, I don't know, fool. It's like living in it's like living in a huge Indian reservation, and so you like feel out of place and unwelcomed, right? And un- unwanted, fool. That's all. New Mexico, <laughs> the charming state. Ay, ay, ay. Uh yeah, fool, I, I can't. I don't know about New Mexico, dog. I don't know. People are a little weird there too, fool. Um, Colorado's Colorado, dog. Of course, and that's just the obvious. The Colorado's just the obvious. The snow, the winters. You know, the opposite of Arizona. Fool, it's basically the same thing, just opposite of weather-wise. Like Colorado's dope, but uh, I also hear it's expensive. So it's not all that cracked up to be. I hear, I hear Colorado's expensive. Um. And uh, it's fucking cold, like six months out of the year at least. Like, why would I want to be cold, freezing my ass off in the snow, plowing and 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 clearing snow off my driveway for six months a year minimum? Minimum. No, I'm good. I'm straight. I'm straight. It's beautiful. The weather, you know, is, I mean, the weather, the fucking, the, the air quality, beautiful. 
but the altitude too, and I don't do good with altitude, guys. I really don't. I do really bad. I, I guess eventually I get used to it, and that I do get used to, unlike the weather. But eventually, the uh, I know when I, when I'm there for those first couple of days, Colorado, New Mexico, I'm struggling, bro. I'm struggling to breathe. My head hurts. Uh, I'm just don't, I feel out of it. Like it's weird. It, it's weird when I'm every time I go in, um, out there. But other than that, it's dope. It's dope. So yeah. Anyways, Texas takes it, bro. Texas takes it. Dallas for me would be number one because it's such a big hub, big city, big town. No, I would not cheer for the Cowboys or the Mavericks. That's stupid. No, I would not. Uh, and then uh, probably San Antonio. I still, I'm still leaning towards San Antonio just because I've been. Maybe I could have been there so many times. And I'm very familiar with it, and I'm very impressed by people's way of living. And how easy and comfortable life can be there if you do it right. Nice home, everything. Uh, people are very chill there. Nice. Like, it's just less racism. You know, less racist. Uh, it's a little bit more bland of different people. Uh, partly that. Uh, and then and then it's just El Paso has always been, like, really cool. Dog. Like, really cool. And it's growing. And it's, I like the airport. It's quick little airport, get in, get out. Yeah, boom. All right. Uh, yeah. And just talking. I'm just talking about the Midwest, fellas. Is that called the Midwest? Is that what it is? Or Southwest? Sorry, Southwest. That's the Southwest. All right. All right. Anyways, that was a 20 minute bullshit rant, right? <laughs> All right. So much to talk about, man. So much, man. And I got to talk about the Lakers. Today's Tuesday, May 9th. Last night, the Lakers took care of business. Took care of business, ladies and gentlemen. All right? I was very afraid of this game. I'm pretty sure the money was on the Warriors last night. Everybody expected the Warriors to win and tie the series. Gracias a Dios, it did not happen. It did not happen. For some fucking crazy reason, the Lakers stepped the hell up and took care of home base. And now we're up 3-1, to fool. Now... I, 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 of course, I took the Lakers to win the series in six, by the way, which means they're going to lose the next game, which I really hope they don't, which I really hope they don't, because low key, I am very afraid still of the Warriors. Okay. Last night's game could have gone either way, either way. I don't know how we won that game. I don't know. Fucking, I mean, Steph Curry, bro. Steph Curry is. Unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable what he was doing yesterday on that court. And that's and it's true to say about Steph Curry, man. Like this guy really transcended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Transcended. I'm not even sure of that word. I'm using it correctly, but I keep hearing it. That motherfucker, dog, he's really truly changed the sport. Like, he's not dunking on people, right? He's not fucking blocking people's shots. He's not fucking muscling people down in the paint. He's literally taking street, court, backyard, fucking at the park, at the playground type of shots that we get mad at motherfuckers for taking. And he makes them. And he makes them. Like, it's unbelievable what this cat is doing, man. Like, he really truly does give inspiration to youth because more youth are like him as far as physique 
physical wise, such as the size, the weight, so forth. Right? He's six three. That's a generous six three. I think he's like more like six two, six one and a half. But anyways, he's on the shorter end when it comes to an NBA player, right? It's true. Like we cannot. It's hard to look up to, like a person like Shaq, Kobe, Jordan, Magic. LeBron James, LeBron James, because we, very few people look like that, are built like that. Very few people, menos nosotros paisas, wey, menos, right? So it's hard to like say, oh, I'm going to fuck, I want to do that. But when you see a little guy like Steph Curry shoot and and control and handle these type of fucking games with such Ease and amazement. Yeah, fool. Like, I see my kids, and I tell my kids, see, dog, look at this motherfucker. He's not the tallest guy in the, in the fucking court. He's not the biggest dude on the team. Look at him. Because Diego, my oldest, Sawita, he's short, bro. He's short. He's going to be like me, fool, like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, I don't think, I don't know if you'll get to 5'8", bro. He's not a big kid, dog. And he's getting a little frustrated that he's getting older and he's not hitting that growth spurt, fool. And he could tell us that he gets frustrated, bro, because he loves basketball. He loves it. And he knows that if he was just a little bit taller, he could do so much more. So Sisawita gets in his head, bro. Uh, we've had these conversations. And I just tell him, bro, like, you could do so much more. So much, I mean, not more, but you could do so much with what you have. Con lo que tienes, compa? Puedes superar mucho, wey. You could do a lot, fool. You could do be the best dribbler, the best passer, the best stealer, right? You could steal, you can assist, you can make a strong impact on the game with your size. You can also be a great shooter like Steph Curry, dog. Like, size doesn't matter when it comes to shooting and dribbling and passing, like, look at Muggsy fucking Bogues and Spud Webb, bro. Like, fool, it doesn't, you don't have to be six feet tall. And that's why I try and get hit in his head. And I, I, mean, I mean, he's a smart kid. He gets it. He knows I'm making sense. I just hope that that drives him. Like, dude, watch this fool. Look at him. Look at him, dog. He's even making layups, dog, amongst the fucking monsters in there. What? Like, Use the equivalency to your kids, your, your teammates, your opponents. Your opponents are only like six feet, six two, six three, the tall ones, the centers. It's the same equivalent, fool. Like, come on. And that's where Steph Curry, I give him all the props in the world, bro. All the props in the fucking world. And you know, he had to, like, if you really think about it, he had to go through a lot, fool, like, to accomplish what he's accomplished because he came as a scrawny ass little fool. You know, a son of an NBA player who the NBA player wasn't even that great himself. He was just a bench role player with a nice set shot. That's how he was. So it's not like if he was coming in like Bronny James, right? So just because he was NBA's son doesn't mean like, oh, this guy's going to be the shit, dog. No, it just meant that he knows somebody and he knows how to play the game. And he's, and he's around it a lot. Anyways, he came in as a scrawny ass little fool that a lot of teams did not like even believe in and then he had to then he came into the NBA and then 
his style is his style, and he had to, like, sell to his teammates and his coaches his style of play, which is my shot is my shot. Like, I'm going to shoot and shoot and shoot. And I'm going to make a lot of them, if you believe in me, I'm going to make them. Just, like, he was, what I'm trying to tell you is that he was taking, like, a lot of ugly-ass shots, 30-footers, fadeaway threes, but he was making them. But these are shots that would piss off and stress any coach out there, fool. Like, he would fucking piss a lot of motherfuckers off. You know what I'm saying? And he still did that. That's why he had, That's why he transcended. Like, he had to convince people, coaches, teammates, that this is his game. This is how he plays the game. And because his style of game is a style that would piss a lot of motherfuckers off, dog. Like, why are you taking that stupid shot, that crazy shot? You should have passed it. You know, of course, he's going to miss a lot of them, too. He's not going to make them all. But he made a lot enough to convince people, like, holy shit, this guy, this is what it is. This is him. He's him. Yay, yay, yay. All right, whatever. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, so, yeah, but anyways, I, I got the Lakers still, hopefully, in six, which means, but I really hope they close it out tomorrow, bro. Like, I really want them to finish this off in five because once they win game five, they're going to come back to L.A., and then they steal game six, and then they have to go back to Golden State for game seven, then, like I've said before, Game seven is gonna be a coin flip, guys. I'm not confident about game seven. Not at all. Especially on the road. I can't have it get to game seven. Which means which makes game six so important. So important if they give up tomorrow's game. For me, if they can figure out a way to close these motherfuckers out tomorrow, which is, is asking a lot, they are seven and a half point uh, underdogs, the Lakers. Which basically is telling telling you that Vegas has no fucking uh, belief in the Lakers winning tomorrow. Yeah, dog. It's, it's crazy, man. Yesterday, the Lakers were favored by like two or three points at home. Just to tell you that. Like, Vegas wasn't sure that Lakers were going to win at home. They only had them favored by like two points. So, goes to tell you, man. All right. That's enough sports, dog. That's enough sports. I've been uh, chilling on the gambling too. And I've been trying to not like, gamble too much, dog. Fuck all that. Okay, I'm trying to save up my money for football. All right. Um, what other stuff that I want to talk about? Let me see. I think I actually wrote some stuff down. Let me see if I have some shout outs too, fool. Uh, let me see here. Shout outs, shout outs, shout outs. I do have one homie. I know for sure. Uh, here goes. Uh, oh, that's, oh, yeah. I, I, this El pinche greedy way. I think his name is Ricardo or some shit. Hey, Ma, check it out. This, yeah, this is a special one, fool. Greedy underscore one. Shout out. My whole family now anticipates your episodes. Anticipate. Ay, ay, ay. I see what you did there. I like it. I like it. That's the man that gets it. I'll take a special shout out because you hooked me up. And they want to hear their names. Elena, Pepe, Vicky, Laura, Ray and Andres. That's a whole lot of motherfuckers living in one apartment complex. Uh, if it's not too much, toda la gente trabajadora de shipping in la DC 
1-800-636-0037. Not sure what that means. Also, one thumb up to JC y otro para Peña so I can take more days off. Oh, yeah, give this motherfucker day off, dog. Come on. Si puedes, wey. Si no, no hay pedo. Lakers and Dodgers for life. Really didn't mean to call. Oh, he called me by accident, fool. I, but, uh, by the way, if you ever, anyone ever calls me through Instagram, voice call, video call, I'm not going to answer, guys. I'm, I'm just not. First of all, I hate FaceTime, dog. Fucking hate it regardless. All right? Second of all, I'm not going to be answering those calls, fool. Like, come on, dog. Like, you can, you should only call someone who you spe spe specifically have their number, right? Like, if you don't have their number, that doesn't give you a right to call anyone. That just goes to in, in general. In general. I'm just not talking about me. In general. For, like, I wouldn't call anyone on Instagram whose number I don't have or at all. Like, it's kind of weird, right? Uh, this guy did it by accident. It, it just brings up that theory because I've had other people call me on Instagram. Uh, sometimes you ladies, which, you know, makes me want to answer, <laughs> but I don't. I don't because once, then I'm just, I, I don't want to be that guy, basically. I don't want to be that guy. You know, I've had girls, I've had guys FaceTime me, like not uh, Instagram call me. And I just think it's a little weird. And I, I'm not going to be answering those calls, fool. For sure. All right. Message me. DM me. I'll, I'll read your DMs. I read like 90% of DMs, fool. I guess it gets a little too flooded. Ay, 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 ay. It gets a little too much. Uh, and obviously, you know, you just forget them. They, they go low, 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 low. And I don't, I don't scroll down that low sometimes. But um, I do get a lot of messages daily, fool. And appreciate it. A lot of them from the same people. Uh, and then I got a bunch of requests too and stuff. I got like, let me see here. I I I go through my requests because it could be a it could be a gig, it could be something important, it could be somebody I know trying to get a hold of me. So I do go through my request. Um, and let me see. Right now, I got I got thirteen thirteen requests and a bunch of fucking uh, and I and I and I reply to most. And I replied to most uh, DMs, dog. You know, at least with a heart. At least letting you know that I saw it and, you know. Uh, but usually I throw at least an emoji or some shit out there. I appreciate you motherfuckers. I, don't, I, I really, I don't know. I don't mind that at all. I enjoy it. I, I like the, the interaction. It's, it's fine. It's cool. Um, especially you, a lot of you motherfuckers send me a lot of funny shit, dog. And I don't see all of it. Again, you, some motherfuckers be sending me like tons of fucking um, videos. And I get to most of them. I get to like 90%. I think 9 out of 10, I'll open. It just gets a little overwhelming sometimes. But I appreciate that. But that was a cool shout out, bro. This motherfucker's getting this whole family on the motherfucking, on the podcast. I do want to give an update about American Wannabes. I know we haven't dropped anything yet. I We had a meeting this weekend in Dallas, the guys. And uh, we're, honestly, it's just so hard for us, to, all four of us to get together. Even Concrete included, who's our producer. And I knew that was going to happen, man. Concrete's a very busy man. He did take on the role as our producer. And uh, we obviously pay him for that. But he also has a lot of other shit going on. A lot of side gigs. Side projects. So, and then, like I've said many times, we all just live in such distance from each other and from the location that it's really hard to um, get together, bro. What I'm trying to tell you is that we are going to go pretty much on hiatus again until we figure this shit out. 
And we might not come back, bro. It's going to get to that point, fool. And um, I don't know, bro. With that said, if you are uh, uh, a patron, first of all, thank you. We love you. And we are going to put a little freeze on the charge. We don't want you guys getting charged for shit like that, fool, right? Um, also, this one guy, um, uh, this one guy, uh, the same guy, Greedy, underscore, I just give a shout out to, he bought uh, air fresheners like a month ago when I when I first uh, posted it, like in early April. And uh, he bought them. He sent me the 50 bucks. Thank you very much. And asked me what he wanted. And a bunch of other people did too. I got probably like seven, eight, nine people. Uh, that day of people asking me for uh, sending me money through Cash App or Venmo for air fresheners, which been sending pretty well. Thank you, everyone. And uh, but that day I got like seven, eight, nine orders and I must have missed his because uh, he hit me up. I mean, with the same after this fucking shout out request, he did hit me up. like, Hey, by the way, I never got my air fresheners, which made me feel like a jerk. Right. Like a fucking con artist because it's been over a month. And uh, so, yeah, I felt like shit. So I did put it in the mail yesterday. Your order's on your way, compa. I did send you a little message about it already. Uh, but, yeah, for if, if, for if anyone, like, who's bought anything from me, a shirt, a bobblehead, anything, for if any issues come up, they didn't get there, uh, it's been a minute, it's been a while, it's damaged, or whatever the fuck, Hit me up, bro. Like, hit me up. I'm not going to get rich out of these things, bro. I'm not trying to make fucking con people out of 25, 30, 40 bucks, dog. That's fucking stupid, especially loyal, fucking beautiful fans and supporters. Of course not, dude. Pendejo, way. Um, it makes me feel bad, dog. So, please. And I do this all myself, fool. I actually, I, shit, I, I package it myself. I label it myself. That fucking ugly scratch writing on the fucking envelopes. And on the boxes, it's my writing, fool. I'm doing it, dog. I, I like to take that on myself. Um, it, it just makes it more personable to me, dog. So if you ever receive something from me through mail, uh, something you purchase, it's me, dog. I, I fucking put that shit in there, dog. All right? Um, I signed it. I fucking put the... I got a P.O. box now, so don't be tripping. If you want to send me something, you can send it to that P.O. box. Uh, the address that I put, I'm not putting my actual address, of course. Um, and, uh, you know, I package it, fool. What I'm trying to tell you. So this is all mom and pop shit right here for, when it comes to that, fool. I like it that way. It makes it makes it feel cool, dog. So, um, so if there's any issues such as I forgot you or I lost it or I didn't do it or it's taking too long, please don't hesitate to hit me up, fool. This goes out to anybody um, who may be listening. <coughs> Sorry, I've been holding that shit. <clears throat> so yeah, I feel, yeah, I felt bad about that, dog. So, por favor. Uh, I do still have air fresheners available. I just made a new order for t-shirts. Fucking, I'm down shirts. I had run out. Uh, they're being made right now, as you speak. Little Chinese kids working on it right now. Uh, and uh, yeah, fool. So if you need anything, hit me up. Uh, you've also been hearing all this month, last couple of weeks, the edible arrangements, edible arrangements. Fucking Mother's Day, full uh, ad. Shout out uh, to. To Sally, uh, uh, from Edible Arrangements, big supporter of the show. She's in East LA, and uh, she'll hook you up, dog. Just mention my name, bro. She'll hook you up for real. All right. Um, I got upcoming shows coming up. Big shows coming up, guys. Big big shows. March twenty. Uh, March May 
25th, 25 de mayo, güey. Oxnard, Levity, live, Thursday night. Me, Concrete, bringing Victor. Cáiganle, cabrones. Then, May 31st, Ontario Improv. That's on a Wednesday. Wednesday night, Ontario Improv. Then the next morning, I'm flying out to San Antonio. Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club in San Antonio, June 1st. Thursday, June 1st, dog. All right? Then June 3rd, Los Toxicos are coming to Chicago, bro. Chicago, June 3rd, fool. Let me see if I can find a flyer for that one. It's a nice flyer, too, dog. I'm excited about Chicago. Uh, let me see here. Where is it? Is it this one? No, it's not that one. That's Vegas. That was Vegas. Dallas was cool. It was a pretty theater in Dallas, too. Small, pretty theater. Uh, let me see if I can find a motherfucking Chicago one. Aquí está. Aquí está. Uh, at the Avondale Music Hall. 3336 North Milwaukee Avenue, Chicago, Illinois. Los Toxicos are coming. And we got a bunch of other shows coming up. Uh, let me see here. What else we got? Then El Paso, Texas. That's right. El Paso, Texas. The comic strip. Your boy is back. I'm going to be headlining all weekend, June 8th through the 11th, Thursday through Sunday, headlining the comic strip, El Paso. Caiganle, cabrones. Caiganle. Uh, I'm bringing Christian Zaragoza with me for that. I love hanging out with Christian, doc. Love it, doc. Uh, especially for these long weekends full together. He's the perfect guy to hang out with. Full. Great conversation. Down for whatever. Doesn't get too wild, bro. He's married, so he has to tame himself and take it easy also, fool. So uh, I love hanging out with, with Christian, doc. So we'll be out there together, full June 8th through the 11th, right? After that, uh, we got Visalia con los Toxicos, June 16th. Also with those Toxicos that I forgot, I'm sorry, May 24th. May 24th, uh, La Santa in Fullerton. Los Toxicos are coming, dog. All right? Uh, that's pretty much it for me, guys. I think I'm good here. I think we'll chill right here. Take it easy. Let me, oh, hold on. Let me, let me just double check my notes, fool. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the last thing I want to talk about. Last thing. La Piñata. Remember La Piñata? That fucking play that I wrote? Yes, it's back. It's gonna happen. Uh, they're actually we're actually doing an actual uh, uh, performance. They're doing a performance. They're they're uh, we're fully casted. They are rehearsing. In fact, I will be attending rehearsals tonight. And they're the show is the shows will be May twenty seventh and May twenty eighth. Now, because this is through the Woodcraft Rangers after school program, they're the ones who fucking hired me to do this. Um. The Woodcraft Ranger, and it's going to be in a small theater. The theater only holds like 70 people in Little Tokyo, bro. 70 to 80 people tops. Small theater, fool. Um, so they're going to have two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, May 27th. Two shows Saturday, Sunday, May 28th. I will be on, in both. I will come to both. I will attend both days. Um, but seating is limited. Seating is very limited. There are uh, obviously priority goes to Woolcraft Ranger kids that are in that area. Um, so they're going to pack it out with just that. Uh, but they're also obviously holding some spots for our invite, our guests that we want to bring. Like I'm bringing my kids. 
my girl, my fam, maybe, who knows, friends, close friends. Um, and I want people to see this shit, dog. I wrote this fucking play. I'm very proud of it. I'm excited. I'm glad it's back. We They went on hiatus as well. We exchanged producer. Uh, our producer uh, moved on to another project, left us kind of hanging. And we hired a new one and a director and a choreographer. And it's a beautiful thing. It's all coming together once again. Had, uh, we lost our cast. When the producer left, our cast also moved on. Uh, and so I think uh, I think we got better better staff better cast to be honest with you. Um, I don't want to say that out loud, but I think so. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for La Piñata, written by your boy Jerry G. And uh, it's coming, bro. It's coming May 27, 28. What I'm trying to tell you, if you really want to come, it's in Little Tokyo in LA, Los Angeles Arts District area. Um, if you really want to come, I can maybe make that happen. Okay, uh, but you have to come full because literally, literally, small theater, limited seats, bro. Okay. Um, other than that, I'm excited. Fool. I'm super excited. Uh, with that said, horchata with oat milk is still in the works. Like I said, they've had to do some real changes to it, uh, music wise, uh, scenes wise, and but we had a we had a phone call not too long ago with Concrete and and. Uh, the director and they're still moving forward. Uh, a very funny thing is happening with that. A lot of the people on that movie are actually blowing up. Obviously, Duno's world. If you know Duno, he's the co-star along with me. And that motherfucker is blowing the fuck up, right? Concrete has like doubled in followers since we shot that film. Also with Jay Valentino. Uh, and there's a homie named Anthony who plays Spider who was like in a one big movie after one big movie. Like in all of these big movies now, these small parts, but still, uh, you a very recognizable face. And so all these people that are on this fucking movie are blowing up, bro. So I'm excited. Everybody but me, pretty much. <laughs> but Orchata's still in the works. All right. But La Piñata, bro, I'm fucked. That's my baby. And my, I, I'm just, dude, I'm so happy, dog. I got a very pretty email. From one of the new cast members, one of the ladies who's playing one of the characters. She reached out to me. I haven't met her. I'm going to meet her tonight, actually, at rehearsal. And she was all like, yo, uh, I just want to thank you for this opportunity. This is awesome. Um, fuck, man. Actually, I can't. Uh, damn, fool. I can't find it, dog. I would find it and read it to you. But basically, she said that this story really reminded her and touched her a lot from her upbringing. You know, her dad was never around in La Chingada. And, dude, she said some very, very beautiful things, bro. And uh, this is what it's all about, fool. She said she read the script over and over, and just, just it just touched her a lot, fool. And, man, it's, it's a beautiful thing to hear, dog, right? Um, all right. Uh, also, I went, I went golfing this weekend. I've never golfed. I've only golfed one time in my life. One time. This was, like, almost 10 years ago. Uh, Steve Trevino took me golfing out there in Corpus Christi uh, the day before we we performed the Selena Auditorium. He wanted to go golfing. I had never been golfing in my life at that time, and uh, I was very I was very bad, horrible, horrible. And so these guys invited me this time again because Susan Concrete had a golf event, Rasa Rafa Rasa Golf, and so I went out there, 
and tried a little golf swings and I fucking suck. I put a couple on my thing there, fool. And uh, yeah, I was not good, bro. Um, I was really bad, actually. And uh, it, I'm going to try it again. I'm, I'm going to see if I can get a little bit better on that, fool. Because I'm, I'm better than that, doc. I'm better than that. All right, fool. I'm out of here, dude. Uh, I'm fuck. I'm just rambling now, bro. I'm just rambling, guys. Let's let's get out of here. Let's have a great, great rest of the week, fool. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Love you. I was gonna say bitches, dog. <laughs> love you, women. Uh, love you all. Have a great one, dog. It's your boy Jerry G. And I mean, madrecita, la quiero un chingo con todo pinche el corazón, way. Love you. Have a great like chilesis. You don't even listen to this shit, dog. Anyways. Love you, motherfuckers. Have a great one. I'm out. Hey.